What's up, boxing fans? Podcast number 46 is here. On this episode, we get into the Virgil Ortiz Jr. versus Maurice Hooker fight, and we discuss if Ryan Garcia is really too big for Lomachenko. You know the vibes. This ain't one of them times you can slide by what you say that you're gonna do. Put your money up, run that phase, I'm just showing proof. You know the vibes, huh? Ain't got no ways up in my guys. I clown in the day, gone in the mind, yana. I've been on fire lately. Train my spirit, mind and body daily. Victory is sweet, that's the science, baby. It's only right we represent from Tampa to Tally. We keep the pressure on these eyes, they call you lacking. See you flapping on the canvas and bombing your weaving. Unleashing the fury on your face while the audience screaming. Hope they got great seats or the pay per view. Let's get the breakdown from JDJQ. You know the vibes. Ding, ding. What up, Boxing World? It's Boxing Vibes TV coming back to give you the best boxing analysis on the internet. That includes YouTube, Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes. All we that. Have, we, have, we everywhere. All right? So let, before we get into it, uh, we had a, a very sad, somber moment in the boxing world. Um, as you all know at this point, um, Marvin Hagler um, has left us. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and let uh, JD jump into a special uh, pod quarter today before we go ahead and do the other formalities. So go ahead, JD, kick it off. All right, as as customary, we typically do our pod quote of the day, and today we're gonna do a special one just for uh, the great the great Marvin Hagler, and his quote goes as this. Hold hold on a second. All right, all right, go ahead, go, you, go, 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 go ahead, bro. We got to do them right, man, because they refuse <laughs> to call him marvelous. And he oh, had to oh, legally yeah. change his name. Right, so go right, ahead. Right, right. Re- re- allow, I'm going to allow you to reintroduce that man. <laughs> From Marvelous Marvin Hagler. Let's get it. All right. And the quote goes is this. All right. I believe in myself. I don't need anybody guards. Ooh. Roll the tape. Roll the tape. I believe in myself. And uh, I don't need anybody patting me on my back. <clears throat> I don't need anybody guards following me around. Uh, nothing like that. I've been in the game 17 years, and you know God has blessed me with a great skill and, and art, and uh, I hope to fulfill all those needs. Hey, so 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 yeah. the, so the dope yeah. part about it is there's a lot of stuff in between that, uh-huh. but that 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 alone is. A, I, I love that quote. I believe it's like, I don't need no bodyguards. I don't need no bodyguards, man. That, now that sounds good. What? Now how many fighters today can say that? <laughs> how many fighters today can say that, man? <laughs> Hey, no, I, how, how many fighters can say, I believe in myself, I'll take any fight? How about that? Right, right, right. <laughs> and Marvin Hagler was that type of dude, man. Q, you exactly. want to speak on it? Man, man got it out the mud, but we already know, man. Marvin, yeah. Marvin Hagler, man. And real talk, man. Shout out to man. Please, I saw this and I, I really got touched by it, man. Check out check out uh, Showtime Sean Porter with his dedication to him, man. You know what I'm saying? It was very dope, very touching. You know what I'm saying? As a matter of fact, Chris Berry got a dope one also. Uh, Check out Chris Bird, uh channel channel also. But man, one of the best ever, man. One of the best middleweights ever. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody got nothing to say about that, I'm sure. Nothing, 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 nothing. So, you know, rest up, champ. Um, one of the few fighters who for the most part beat every fighter that beat him, of course, with the Sugar Ray Leonard situation. He felt like he beat him, so he retired uh in peace. Well, it was so. a little controversy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely yeah. retired in peace. All right, so now we got the the sad the important stuff out the way. We're gonna go ahead and introduce the crew. We got JD. JD, I'm in here. Yes, sir. 813 all day. We got Q. What's good? What's good, man? Everybody, everybody in the place to be. What y'all doing, man? Y'all, hey, y'all need to smash that like button right about now. Right now, smash that like button. Put some respect on Boxing Vibe TV, man. We here every <laughs> week. 
give y'all the best y'all could get. You know what I'm saying? So please do that. You know what I mean? And share this thing to everybody you know. And you got me, of course, yours truly. I don't need no introduction. I'm just going to go ahead and ask JD to tell the people what to do. All right, if you're down with the vibes, hit the notification bell and subscribe. Yo, so I think we can get right into it then, right? So Let's do it. All right, so there's a, a young and com- up-and-coming. Stop me if you heard this before. There's a young and up-and-coming welterweight. Stop! <laughs> I've heard this a thousand times before, player. All right, he put on a good performance. Stop mm-hmm. me if you heard, heard that one before. All right, so Virgil Ortiz uh, versus Maurice Hooker. Um I'm just I'm just teed up like that. Uh, what are your thoughts? Who would like to go first? Y'all can y'all can hash that out. Oh, you know what? I'm cute. Go ahead, go first. Virgil Ortiz versus uh, Maurice Hooker. Man, Virgil Ortiz look he looked good to me, man. I think he he looked he looked as good as he was supposed to. You know, I, I think he lived up to the hype. You know, um, one of the main things caught my attention. And I'm not saying I'm not co-signing this, but I'm saying you know I think it will be a decent scrap. All that all that chance Crawford talk, man. I think it, it's a little premature, um, but Definitely. you know. Big big shout out to big uh the Bowmac man and the Bowmac stable man everybody you got over there man what is you got Chance Crawford you got Virgil Ortiz you got you got um please help me out man my Vir- Virgil is Ortiz up. is over in the Reynoso camp mm-hmm. not Virgil not Virgil Ortiz Maurice Jamel Heron Jamel Simplified Jamel Heron and um you know more more um a bunch of other dope fighters over there man so uh but I I really think he did good you know. I can't I can't criticize his performance. He he did what he's supposed to do. He's 17 for 17 knockout. You know, um this was a big this was a big jump up in competition for him and he he did his thing. And um I mean I'm gonna let I'm gonna let the future, you know, I'll sit back and watch this thing play out, see how it goes. JD, what you got? got? You know, I think it was an excellent performance uh put on by Virgil Ortiz Jr. Um I definitely will say that I still think that I'd like to see him take another step up or two at the welterweight division before he dives into the deep water, you know, with all this bud, you know, talk that's been circulating. Um, because when you really look at his record, his his welterweight record definitely is still a little bit light. Uh, one name on his resume that stands out is Mauricio Herrera. And a lot of people remember Mauricio Herrera as one who arguably – should have gotten a decision over Danny Swift Garcia. Right, right, right. Um, so a couple of years ago, he, he and he actually KO'd Mauricio Herrera. Got him up out of there. So I think one thing that's for certain is he most definitely has punching power that is going to be a problem. Any Anytime that somebody carries on this type of KO streak, I don't think that their power in any way, shape, or form is a fluke. Um, but I will say his resume continues to be like Maurice Hooker is a step up uh, for him. But I would like to see him kind of tiptoe up the ladder instead of jumping right in there with the big fish. Um, regardless of what Oscar says as far as trying to put him in there with uh, Terrence Bud Crawford and being OK with that, that would be foolish. You don't do that at this point with somebody who's just stepping into the welterweight division, no matter how great they looked in the performance. Again, with this particular fight, you could say that it probably was a little anticlimactic, you know, with the way that suddenly it was over. But previously in that sixth round, we really saw the power at work with Virgil Ortiz, the way he really put Maurice Hooker down and was pretty much saved by the bell just barely from getting put out of there in the sixth round. So um, even though the seventh round ended very weirdly, you know, which resulted in the in the fans booing, 
you know, which was uh, unfortunate because you know we 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 uh, me and you were talking about this, JD. We just saw that the weekend prior to right. the same exact thing happened and how everybody reacted. Oh, it was unfortunate, but with Maurice uh, Maurice Hooker on. Uh, I guess they thought it was faking. I mean, right? You know, he he landed the punch that, right. that hurt himself. So I, yeah. you know, and so so ultimately, you know, that's that's kind of how I see it. You know, as far as that particular fight and going down. But overall, I'd like to see the young Virgil Ortiz Jr. take up another one or two welterweights that were kind of that are kind of a step up, but not up there with those those four horsemen that we typically talk about. All right, so I guess. Y'all gonna force me to be a bad guy. Um, I, I, it's Q kind of hinted on. It's way too much too soon. Way too much too soon. Um, I, there were points. Um, I think it was particularly in the fifth round. Might have been the fourth or fifth round, where you saw uh, Hooker get to him in a way where you could easily see him being outboxed by a guy who has a little bit more skill. Mm-hmm. Um, he was getting. If you see, so he was getting touched a lot. Um, he's not a fighter. And, and this is something that could be developed because Canelo developed this um, from the first time I saw him fight. And so I'm in no way putting him in a box saying he can't be one of those great welterweights. But let's be honest, he was matched up pretty well, right? He, he, oh, oh, most definitely. He, he, he was matched up with a guy that didn't want to get into a firefight. And so when you got a guy that's naturally going to back up um, and you have a fighter that's really good at coming forward, he's going to look better. So I wasn't I, – I was – I was impressed by his resilient resiliency just because he got hit. He he was getting touched a little bit and it, it seemed to affect him. If he was probably getting tested more than he ever got tested and he was, he was resilient. You know, he came back bit down on his mouthpiece, but you could see at certain points where his momentum waned and he didn't look like the same fighter. And that was early in the fight. So the question is when you get in with that top talent, like a Terrence Crawford and he takes you into that deep water, everybody knows what Terrence Crawford does, right. what, what he's been doing. He's been knocking people out. And with his ability to be touched like that by Maurice Hooker, um, I, I, I think Terrence Crawford is way, way, way down the line. And, I, and to be honest with you, I think most of the top welterweights, top five welterweights, are way, way down the line for this kid. I wouldn't want to see him ruin with all the talent he got. When he develops more head movement, hey. I, I think, and be able to fight off his back foot a little bit better, I really think he'll be ready for the top talent, but not right now. So I, I'll, I'll let y'all go ahead and finish up on that. Let them get out there, man. Push them out there. Hey, they they talking they talking that talk. Hey, <laughs> man, they, they, better not. Beat up. They, better, they better not. Hey, word is Hop, Hopkins said he could beat a rat, you know, but he golden boy, you know what I'm saying? He, he you know, that's he, golden yeah, boy. That's, that's golden boy. He's yeah. he, he, he saying what he's supposed to say, but hey, get him out there. Hey, I, I don't mind seeing him get pushed out there. Right, you know, it's one of those things, man. I I think what's best for his career is for him not to get in the ring at this point with the Bud Crawford with the Spence, like you said, Jay. Ultimately, we expect that from an Oscar or or Bernard because their school of thought is put that young gun in there with that older fighter who's, you know, a decade or so older. And even if he loses, I will say one one thing I will say about Oscar, Bernard and them over at Golden Boy, if it's for the right fighting money, they don't care about that fighter losing that O early. Because if you all remember, they did the same thing with Canelo. With Canelo Everybody yeah. knew that Canelo wasn't quite ready for Mayweather, but the money was there, the fight was there, so they went ahead and pushed Canelo on out there, and they knew it was going to be a loss, but they cashed in. Now, still, you could arguably say that none of that really took anything away from Canelo's career in the long run. Nah. So I could see them feeling the same way 
about Virgil Ortiz Jr. getting in there with one of the top dogs before they leave the division and thinking that even if he were to lose, you know, quite possibly, you know, it, it wouldn't take anything away from his career in the long run. I think that's how Oscar and Bernard are, uh, are overall kind of thinking. But I, I agree with you all. He needs to stay away from right now, though. And, 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 to, and I'm, this actually leads into um, another topic we're going to jump into. It's funny how Oscar's saying, you know, Virgil Ortiz is the best fighter he has. Um, and, you know, Eddie Reynoso, of course, he's the trainer. He's, he's, he's bigging him up. It's funny how that tactic was, is a little bit different when going to Ryan Garcia. Right. Uh-huh. So Ryan Garcia, he was supposed to fight Pacquiao and, uh-huh. and, and I don't know, he's claiming Pacquiao's side was the side that, but it just seemed like his side wasn't too hot on the idea of him fighting Pacquiao. Right. So you mentioned Canelo Alvarez being tossed out there against me with the win. We all knew it was too early. Right. Right. They want mm-hmm. Virgil Ortiz to get pushed out there against Terrence Crawford. When we all know it's too early. The only right. difference I'll say with Canelo and Mayweather and Virgil Ortiz and, and Crawford is, Virgil Ortiz might get knocked out. <laughs> and that's, <laughs> that's a, true. And that's a completely different. There was no different. worry at that point yeah. about, about uh, Canelo. A, that's a completely no, that's different <laughs> outcome than what, you know, nobody wasn't worried right. about, you know, oh, Canelo, Canelo getting, getting knocked KO, out by Mayweather. Yeah. He was just going to get out of box. Everybody right. knew that. So it's interesting to see the different approaches when you get to Ryan Garcia. And speaking of Ryan Garcia, he has some interesting comments. Um, he gave uh, Lomachenko his praise. And I think it, it seemed to be a slight dig at Teofimo just because, a lot of people want to take something away from Tia Fimo's performance. They would say, oh, if if, if Loma would have did this, if right. Loma would have did that. Loma, I guess, um, it was, there was a question asked, posed to Ryan Garcia. It was like, um, Loma said he was robbed. And, you know, Garcia gave an honest <laughs> answer. He said, got, he wasn't robbed. He didn't bite down on his mouthpiece. Mm-hmm. And then he won the second half of the fight, but then he lost the last round. And I'm just sitting there thinking like, well, if you get your tail whoop the first half of the fight and then you lose the championship round wow, you right. just lost ain't no uh if he would have bit down on his mouth he just got beat right you know and so part of it is part, part part of it is i think they're peers so you don't want to mm-hmm. give them too much respect because you may be opponents but ryan garcia said something very interesting and it may be true i, I want to know what your guys opinion he said i'm too big for lomachenko go ahead jd here's 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 my my, my take on Ryan stating that, you know, he's too big for Lomachenko, all right? What a lot of people may not know is that probably about a couple years ago, these boys were sparring partners for a little, for, for a little, for a little second. Oh, I, a, lot, I, a lot of people I, didn't know that. A I lot of people didn't know that, that both of them have actually spoken on what went down in sparring. Of course, of course, in usual fashion, when people don't like each other, one person going to say, I got him in sparring. The other person going to say, nah, man, he didn't want to get hit. So long story short, Ryan even Ryan can actually be quoted even two years ago saying that when they sparred, he was like, initially when we first started, I was bigger and stronger. And then Ryan kind of said that now after I started getting Loma, I'm not going to lie, Loma tried to mix it up and box with me. And then he kind of got me a little bit. Now, Ryan did honestly say that. And this is like two years ago. He said this. So I think it goes back to Ryan Garcia knowing that, okay, I'm 5'10". Ryan Garcia is 5'10", man. I can probably guarantee that Ryan probably walks around, what, probably 160? Yeah, 150, 160. Right, 150, 160. Loma is 5'7". 
So I could very much picture how that sparring session went initially. Yeah. Because Loma, I, I would venture to say Loma may walk around, which I think maybe 145. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. maybe walks around at that weight. So when he says that he feels like he's too big for Loma, I think he's speaking on previous experience. But here's how I think that fight will play out, honestly. It's just me honestly looking from afar. If that were to go down right now in 2021, I still think, right, I still think that Lomachenko would outbox him. And the reason why I say that I think that Lomachenko would outbox him is simply for the fact that what we witnessed in the Luke Campbell fight, even though he got off the canvas, he showed amazing grit and heart, Luke Campbell tagged that boy way too much, player. He tagged him way too much, way <laughs> too much. So ultimately, I think Loma would be smart enough. I think he would be smart enough to figure out a way to outbox Ryan just enough to get a decision. So I think it'd be a hell of a fight because I could see Loma not necessarily wanting to trade because of the size difference, similar to what we saw with T.O., him not really wanting to bang it out because, oh, Loma feels that power. And what we all know is that Loma does not have any power because even going back to their common opponent of Luke Campbell, Ryan Garcia KOs Luke Campbell, uh, Lomachenko gets a decision against Luke Campbell. So ultimately... I do see where Ryan could say that he is, you know, a little bit bigger from his experience and him knowing Lomachenko in the past. But I still, if I had to say that fight were going to happen today, based off of Ryan Garcia's defense, I could still see Loma edging him out in a narrow victory. Uh, what would you say about it, Q? Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty much with you, brother. And initially, when I when I heard about him, um, you know, talking about uh, Loma was too small, I, I was thinking it was more so of a, a way to a way to duck a fight that could potentially happen because I like to see that scrap. I, and for the reason uh-huh. you said, because I really feel like Lomachenko got enough skills and uh, he has enough, he's crafty enough to not necessarily have to he don't have to rely on power. He had enough skills and movement. Right. He got he have good speed. He had a lot of experience. And um, I just feel like Ryan Garcia has speed. He's bigger. He I, I give him the edge and power. So uh, I would like to see how it will, how it will match up. And um, you know, it's it's a scrap I, I would like to see. You know, if that was to happen, because ain't nobody, ain't nobody locked in on that. You know right, right. So ain't, no, ain't nobody locked in. I don't want to hear nobody excuses as far as a good type opponent. I don't want to hear nobody. You know what I'm saying? If you're not locked in already on a fight, you know, I don't want to hear nothing that sound like an excuse. But uh, when I actually saw the video, it actually looked like you were just being keeping a, keeping another buck on. Like I didn't even know about sparring and stuff that you that you were dug into. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a dope. That, that's a dope wrinkle. But um, I agree. I agree 100, man. And I, I I don't really. I think it'll be a toss up. I really, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, feel, mm-hmm. I, I really feel like I'll probably give it to Ryan. I'll probably give it to Ryan, but I can see Lomachenko taking it also. That's been that, which is why I would love to see the fight. Right. What, you know, I don't want to see a fight I know that 90, 90% one person going to win or 10% right. chance. I like to see fights that I have to really sit down and think about it and be like, damn, this could go either way. So I really like to see how that'll play out. You know, I have my own thoughts in my head, and then that's that's why that's why we play the game. So mm-hmm. that's, that, that's what I got, man. Um. I don't take too much from him saying that when I actually see the context it was put in. Um, and um, nobody, who knows, you know, who man, knows? Man, I, I hate to do this. I hate, I'm always the bad guy. Always. <laughs> Say hello so, to so, the bad so, guy. So, 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 so I find this, I find this interesting because I'm a big defender of Tia Fima Lopez. I see him getting a lot of hate. Uh-huh. Um, 
Teofimo took some major chances early in his career. Ryan Garcia, that verse, uh, verse Luke Campbell, that was that was that was mm-hmm. a right step up fight. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to hear you may be too big for Lomachenko. Because if you are, and that's a fight you can win, that's a uh-huh. feather you need in your cap so you right. can start um calling out and demanding the fights that you deserve. So I, I he was misquoted in a lot of blogs and a lot of, you know, as saying, oh, he's not going to fight Loma because he's too big. But one thing I didn't hear is I didn't hear him being adamant about wanting to fight Lomachenko. Uh-huh. Right. And uh-huh. I, now that was a bit disappointing because I see all these guys in lightweights, these young guys, and I'm like, Tia Fema really just took the bull by the horns. Mm-hmm. And so he deserved what he he deserves all the accolades. He gets a ring magazine, covers all these belts. I'll call listen, I, I'll say it like this. He's not the undisputed um lightweight champ, because there's a belt out there. But as far as who I would give it to out of the young guys, it's Tia Fema. Yeah. Man, he's he's proved well, the most. He's proved the well, most. Definitely. So so well, when definitely. so when Devin Haney, Ryan Garcia, and Javante Tank Davis fight real lightweights consistently at the top level and are demanding big fights and actually performing those fights. Um, I'm going to be skeptical of Ryan Garcia. I think he's a good talent, but to, to put a bow on it, um, I think Lomachenko will pull it out. And I think that's a very dangerous fight for both fighters. But I think at this point we get the best Lomachenko we've ever seen because you, like you said, it'd be a situation where he'd have to be more aggressive um, than he was with Tio. And I think he's learned from that. Right, and so I think with uh, Ryan, Gar- Ryan Ryan Garcia's defense, I think Teofimo has a better uh, has better defense than exactly. Ryan Garcia. So exactly. I, so I think mm-hmm. um, Lomachenko being more aggressive might pan out a, a little bit better, and he might be more comfortable. Um, right? No, no, no. You, no, you hit it right. You hit it right on the head, bro. Because I personally think that that's exactly how that fight would pan out. Lomachenko would not have to worry about any type of defensive wizardry from Ryan Garcia. Ryan Garcia is right there to be hit. Yeah. So ultimately, if 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 Lomachenko is willing to probably take a few punches, now he will have to dare to be great. <laughs> yeah. He will have to dare to be great. And, and I would expect a more motivated Lomachenko after losing to Tio. Right. I think if that fight were to occur, Loma would definitely be more aggressive knowing that, all right, I can't go out like this against these young bucks. We are, we, I, I can't go out we've, like this. We've already seen how much better he's gotten from a loss, right? right. Mm-hmm. His, so, it, 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 you know, reason is, is, is reasonable to think like he's going to be even a better version of himself. And I think the Ryan Garcia this young, I don't know. What do you think, Q? Ryan Garcia's best defense is his offense. He's so uh-huh. like Summer Hearns with that. With uh-huh. Hearns. Yeah, yeah. I'm not, right. I'm not putting him on the Summer Hearns level. I'm just saying. Right, right. And with, with Lomachenko running up on them long them long punches and that boy got a, a dope jab. He's very quick and he's he, he not a headhunter. He's going to go to that body kick. So mm-hmm. uh, with the chances that Loma take, he could risk being knocked out also. You know, I don't know. Uh, he really could risk being knocked out because I really like Ryan Garcia offensive side. He just, he really need to be seasoned more. He, he not well rounded defensively. Right. But I really like his offense and you know, he showed me more than Amir Khan did. You know, Amir Khan is a firefighter. <laughs> Amir, Amir Khan is a firefighter. Yeah. He has great offense, but he don't have it. He don't have it. And he's and he's not disciplined. He's not disciplined. Yeah, all. yeah, he's not disciplined. So I, I really feel it'll be it, that's what makes this fight interesting to me. And Q, you bring up an interesting point about the reach. And the funny thing about it is what I think what I think most of us don't trust with Ryan is we don't trust his defense. We yeah. all know that he's tall, long, has power, but nobody trusts his defense because, Q, you brought up his reach. Honestly, if you look at the measurables, 
Really, he shouldn't lose. If he boxed the smart fight, <laughs> but we all know how Ryan Garcia fights. Like, there, there, it should be a way that you at 5'10", with the reach advantage and everything, should be able to keep a smaller fighter like that off. And, I, and I, th- well, I, th- I, I, I think that's what we all see, right? We uh-huh. see if Lomachenko is able to, able to fight the fight at a certain distance where uh-huh. he's able to get inside of Ryan Garcia's punches, we wonder about his head movement, counter punching, and things like right. that. So the, with the accuracy of uh, Lomachenko... You know, it's going to be, if he's connecting, mm-hmm. right? If he's able to, like Pacquiao almost mm-hmm. in a sense, if he's able to connect with those three, four, right. five-point co- combinations what? at a certain distance, right. if he's able to connect, then it's going to be a long night. Mm-hmm. So so it, that's going to be one of the things if Ryan can keep him at a certain distance and attack when he's supposed to. Because uh, like with anything, it's going to be about who's more accurate, who can connect, right. who, who he can make miss, which brings us into the next part of our show. Connect. connect. Oh, or whiff. <laughs> so so uh, connecting with number one is kind of a it's a stretch, but it's not a stretch. But it's it's brought up because there's so much you can have so so many uh, uh, fighters in division. There's so many divisions, right? Uh-huh. And you have a top dog in every division. But unlike the men's part of things, you have a, a lot of contenders who are generally seen as one of those fighters that could challenge for the title. And in the women's game, not so much. So first connector with, we'll bring this up. Um, should Clarissa Taylor, I uh, should, should Clarissa and Katie Taylor meet at a catch weight? Should Katie Taylor put on, I don't know, move up to 147 or 150? And should Clarissa try to meet her at 150? I'll go ahead and let oh, Q oh, take oh, it. Oh, oh, no, no. We, we, connect we, with, we, connect we, with. Hold on right quick, though. We got to put it just how Clarissa said. Oh, oh okay. Hold on, <laughs> let me yeah. Should, should. Clarissa should lose her oh, ass, ass. <laughs> to make a good catchweight fight. Connect but, but, with Katie Taylor. Go ahead, J. Since you corrected, go All ahead, right. JD. Yeah, yeah, there you go, man. I'm gonna say connect. I'm gonna say connect, and I only will say connect because you just spoke on it, Jay. There's not a whole lot of major women's fights. Honey, you 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 get you can eat that ass back on, man. <laughs> Shave that weight off, make this mega fight, and, and do something big, man. What you say, Q? Well, uh, I I agree, man. Um, I just say I don't want to go on too low, so y'all say one fifty. I'm with the one fifty. One fifty? Oh, okay. I'm with because my mo- my main thing would be what would the weight be? Because I don't want because I was she was saying um, they only want to rehydrate to one fifty. You know what I'm saying? So if they they going to want that fight bad enough. Uh-huh. On, on, on uh, Katie Taylor's side, and I don't feel like Clarissa should have to do that much. And then you want to, you know, cheat on the rehydration side because she ain't made. Because I initially was talking about like one forty-seven or what? What was it? What was the weight on? For whatever Katie it Taylor? Was, for Katie it was, Taylor? It, 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 no, for Clarissa to come down to. She hadn't. She hadn't fought at that at that weight since she was like sixteen years old. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it one one forty-seven or one. Either way it go. I'm I'm for that fight. I think she'll, she'll be doing it for the culture, be doing it for the women, women right. boxing, be doing be doing it um, for that bag also. You know, for that bag, and right? So the money right, the money right, and you got to take your time and don't get rushed into it, and, and do it do it in a more organic manner to where you can get the right nutrition, you know, get the right program down. Yeah, right. yeah, I, I, yeah I, I, doing I, I it the right way. Yeah, doing it the right way. Doing it the right way. And and and, for, and 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 just before we move on, for. Women's boxing to be brought to the next level, they're gonna have to be risk takers like this. Right, mm-hmm. you're gonna have to have these right. risk takers like Sugar Ray Robinson. Yep. There's a there's a lot of a lot of fighters in the past that have taken a lot of risk. Mm-hmm. Like there was even rumors back in the um, 
few years ago that Anthony Joshua and Andre Ward might be a thing. So you, you, for Katie right. Taylor's in and Clarissa, if they really want to move the ball forward and really yep. become those trailblazers, um, yeah, I, I think it's a fight that that could be made and should be made. It just has to be a reasonable weight. All right, so second connector with, there's been a lot of chatter, pick particularly between Benavidez and Charlo. Charlo said he's going to KO Benavidez in six <laughs> rounds. Connector with you. Big cap. I'm going to say it's a whiff, bro, because I don't see, I don't see, I don't see Charlo call him out. Then I don't see Benavidez mind up and say, well, what's good? Then I don't see Charlo say, well, you got to take this, uh, the, the vaccine. You too young. I don't see him backtrack. You know what I'm saying? And, and I'm, 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 I'm big, I'm big Charlo. Like, I want Charlo. I want Melo to fight. You know, so, it ain't, it ain't none of that, but I'm just seeing too much, too much. Uh, Shit of chatter. Yeah, man. And Benavidez is standing on his square like, bro, you calling me out, bro. What's, what's happening? So my thing is, in order to do that, because you guarantee six rounds, you got to get in the ring with him. And now exactly. I saw something about it, that he going to stay in 160 for another year. So I'm like, bro, that's. I don't want to hear that. You don't want to hear that. What you got, JD? Hey, man, I, that's, that's a whiff for me, too, man. I agree with, with Q wholeheartedly, man. Absolutely not what I see uh, Big Charlo or the bigger brother uh, doing that to Benavidez. With, with this. I, I don't see that happening. I see that going more into the deep waters, man. So I, I agree with Q. That, that's a big whiff for me, bro. Okay, so so I'm, I'm, I'm going to say something about boxing real quick before we move on to the next one. Oh, it's a lot of internet fighting going on. Not a lot of real fighting. What, how, how Drake said it. How, how Drake, how, how Drake no, said it. You talking about me? Yeah, yeah. About Twitter, Twitter. Oh, no, no. You're right, Drake. Twitter finger, finger, finger coming in the Twitter finger. Yeah, we, 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 we ain't seen a lot of punches Get thrown. By a singing killer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're moving on to the next connector with. Oh, there's been some news. You know, uh, Mayweather always offers his help, and some people say, take it him being being facetious, being you know sarcastic, being uh -huh. a, pretty much being an a hole, like you know offering Ronda Ronda Rousey help. Right, you right. know, when she lost, um, they were notable rivals in the media anyway. Um, offering the same help to Deontay Wilder after he got beat up, um, and let's just call it what he after he got beat up. Uh huh. Um, <laughs> And, but but Joshua and Mayweather, <laughs> Joshua, <laughs> Joshua and Mayweather seem to have a different relationship. And Mayweather, uh, Joshua is hinted at Mayweather working with him in camp or certain things. Connected with Joshua working with Mayweather in camp as a good thing. Go ahead, Q. Man, I, I actually like that. I like it. You know what I'm saying? I, I feel like I feel like Joshua has a, a he has a he has a pretty good tool set to work with. I mean, he's decent fundamentally. He's a crazy athletic. He looked like the damn Terminator if he was black. When 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 Arnold Schwarzenegger got dropped out the damn, I, 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 <laughs> he looked the, the man. The man. I can't lie. He know. in shape. He in shape, man. Yeah, and then he'll never I, pull an Andy Ruiz. Hey man. So 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 what you got? What you got oh, on it, uh, oh, man? It's I like it. It's a connect. Uh, man, I, I'm gonna connect. say, man, I, I, a whiff. I'm whiff? a little whiff, man. <laughs> at, at the end of the day, man, it takes too long. Um, now, if he were to say that he was going to stay with Anthony Joshua for a couple of camps, then I'd like it. But I, I just think him jumping in right now for the Tyson Fury thing, it could essentially result in confusion. And we all know, man, we're, we're, we're creatures of habit. You're going to go right back to what you know 
as soon as the fire gets hot. So I, I think it's a waste of time right now at this point, right before Fury. Well, I mean, speak, speaking of time, I think that's our time. And so we're going to go ahead and wrap it up. And from the crew, I'm Jay. Yep. This JD. This Q, we man. Out. This Boxing Vibes TV, TV, man. Holla at us, man. Smash the like button. Do that. Uh-huh. If you're down with the vibes, hit the notification bell and subscribe. Say it again. Uh-huh.